You know, I was watching some television the other day, and you know what movie was on? One of my favorite old movies from 1976, Network. Now, I won't get into the nitty gritty, but something <laughs> really stood out for me when I was watching this movie. And it was Ned Beatty's character has got this big monologue. And essentially what he says is there is no such thing as America. There's no such thing as states or nations at all. There are only corporations. Corporations run the world. And that sort of stuck with me, especially as we were having this discussion about what corporations should be doing because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And to talk more about corporate responsibility, corporate response, and, and what does it mean? I'm pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Douglas Schuler, who is Associate Professor of Business and Public Policy at Jones Graduate School of Business at Rice University. Welcome to the program. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about Apple, Disney, Ikea, Coca-Cola, uh, and the responses that we've seen from a corporate level to the invasion of Ukraine. Does anything stand out to you from those responses? Well, I think you have two kinds. I mean, obviously, like some companies were mandated to leave. You know, there were sanctions, right? So the, the Western governments were really quick to put sanctions. So, so many of the companies leaving uh, had to leave. So essentially their decision, I guess, was do you comply with your government? But those companies you mentioned, you know, they, they had choices. You know, they, you know, IKEA did not have to leave. McDonald's, we saw, was really like they were in the news a lot in these last couple of days until they really decided to leave Coca-Cola. And so uh you know, I think I think these companies had to make decisions about, uh, you know, the men and women that they have on the ground in Russia. They have a lot of employees. They have customers in, in, in Russia. And, you know, I mean, if you just think about just leaving your own house, it's not super easy to do. Right. What do you what do you grab? What do you what do you not grab? And so, you know, if I think for these companies, I mean, it, it was it was a tough decision to figure out how do you unwind a business in a country really quickly. And when we talk about a corporation like McDonald's, I mean, a, a significant portion of their overall revenue does come from Russia. And then you have, you know, you have jobs within Russia itself. You actually have the real estate if you own, or if it's, I'm not certain if they're all franchised. I mean, pulling out is, is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, I mean, companies, I mean, companies don't usually like walking away from revenues and they don't like walking away from customers and profits. And I think for uh, for for a company like McDonald's, from all the things I've, I've read, they did leave revenues and, and Russia is quite a profitable market. I think they do better in Russia than they do in North America. But uh, and they own quite a few of those. But by and large, most of these companies leaving had very small business in, in Russia. Apple had less than 1% of the revenues coming from Russia. So, I mean, I think that took the bite out of it for, for many of these companies. Again, companies don't generally like walking away from, from money, but I think for many of these, it wasn't a huge amount. Can we talk a little bit about corporate responsibility and how corporations, how they act has, has changed 
in a social media environment where they can get sort of flamed for, you know, not doing what the, the, the general public believes that they should do and, and how corporations have changed their reactions? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a great question. And it's one that like uh, business professors and other professors who kind of look at these, uh, we, we think about a lot because if we think about, you know, kind of, you know, maybe it's our, our grandfather's generation or our father's generation of, of companies, you know, a lot of this social bidding was done behind closed doors. You know, it was companies in in Ottawa, it was companies in Washington, D.C., kind of kind of not doing illicit things, just doing things privately. And we don't we don't have that anymore. I mean, we have uh, we have talk show radio, right? (laughs) Asking the tough questions out there, you know, probing. We have people with iPhones uh, taking pictures and video. So I think it's much more difficult for companies to to hide. I also think, you know, to some extent, I think there's I don't don't want to call it a sea change. I, I, I heard one of the consulting firms say that I think they're just trying to find clients. Um. You know, the business roundtable in the United States about two years ago put out a statement about social responsibility of firms and it should be more than shareholders. So I do think that companies try really hard to think about multiple uh, stakeholders, but it's hard, right? You're making trade-offs all the time. And yeah, you know, I think with social media, many groups can kind of get in your face and say, okay, what do you guys, what are you going to do? And I think in the past, you just didn't have this kind of uh, probably companies weren't confronted as maybe maybe as blatantly, you know, I mean, if you think about the movie Roger and me and him, him, him trying to get into that corporate building, you know, that was the old school. Now, you know, all of a sudden right in your face and your telephone and like, what do you think about this? Right. And, and, and you can get shamed. I mean, and, and corporations are particularly sensitive to to shaming now, and, and and you wonder maybe has the pendulum swung too far? I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting that they shouldn't be pulling out of Russia. I'm just on an overall sense to corporations now are they too plugged in to changing public opinion? I don't think so. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think so. I mean, you know, and it's hard for companies. I mean, there's a little bit of research. There's not a lot of research out there showing that if companies come down on the wrong side of issues, they really get punished. So, you know, if you agree with the company, you know, you know, I, you know, I, in the in the States right now, you Probably some of your listeners are aware of what happened in the state of Florida this week with the uh, you know, with don't, don't, don't ask, don't tell, you know, yeah. law in the schools. Well, you know, if you're a company and you say, oh, you know, we, we think that's a terrible, terrible thing that they're doing in the legislature and they should overturn that. Generally, what we're finding is the research shows if you're a customer and you agree with that position, you like the company, but you're no more likely to buy their stuff. But if you don't like that stand, you don't buy their stuff. And that's what companies are really afraid of. And we have research to show that on employment, too, uh, that this happens, too. So it's a risky, I think it's things that companies probably wish would go away. They probably wish it was a little bit more of the old school, but that's not where we're at right now. It's it's fascinating and to see you know like Disney for example what their position they first silence and then opposed to those bills in Florida, and and sort of being forced to take a stand. It's very interesting stuff. 
Douglas, thank you so much for your time. Very much appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. Thanks again. That's Dr. Douglas Schuler, who's Associate Professor of Business and Public Policy at Jones Graduate School of Business at Rice University.